Hi, this is Dr. Kevin Skinner. Welcome to the Relationship Builder Podcast, where I provide the tools and you do the building. Today, we're going to turn our attention to resiliency during difficult times. We're actually facing one of the more critical times in our life history. It's how to respond to a pandemic, something that's very stressful. Today, I want to take my content from an interview that I did many years ago on internet radio with Dr. Al Siebert. I had the opportunity to interview Dr. Al Siebert during the 2008-2009 housing bubble, where we talked about what resilient people do. Dr. Siebert had spent 35 years of his life studying what individuals do during difficult times, and especially what the resilient people do. So today I want to share some of my thoughts from his words. The reason why is after that interview, something happened. I, I It was such an incredible interview. And after we were done, I was talking with him, and I thought, man, he was such a great guest. Why couldn't I invite him to come on again? Unfortunately, when I asked him, he said, I would love to come on again. The problem is I've been diagnosed with stage 4 cancer, and I don't have much longer to live. And then he gave me this wise information. He said, I've spent 35 years of my career studying what resilient people do, and what I'm dealing with now, I have to apply it to my own life. So today, out of respect for Dr. Al Siebert, the resiliency expert, I want to share some of the things I learned from him and some of the things from his book on how to stay resilient during difficult times. I'm glad you joined me. I look forward to sharing his content with you today. So today we're going to be focusing on Dr. Al Siebert's resiliency quiz. I'm going to be taking a few of Dr. Al Siebert's questions from the resiliency quiz and asking you to kind of rate yourself. And then I'll give you a link where you can go take the resiliency quiz yourself and see how resilient you are and how you're dealing with this pandemic and the stress associated with it. Question number one, from on a range from one, very little, to five, very strong. How would you answer this question? In a crisis or a chaotic situation, I calm myself and focus on taking useful actions. Now, I want you just to think about this for a second. I calm myself and focus on taking useful actions. In his work over 35 years, he found that during a crisis, the individuals who can calm themselves and focus on taking a useful action showed a lot of resiliency. So if you answered a five on that, yeah, I'm very strong at it. Well, let's give you some kudos there. So if you were going to score yourself on that question, would you give yourself very little? Or would you say you're very strong, a five, that you're able to calm yourself and focus on useful actions? The next question I'm usually optimistic. I see difficulties as temporary, expect to overcome them, and believe things will turn out well. A one, very little, or five, very strong. Now, I want you, again, to focus on this for a second. I think of these difficulties as temporary. Resilient people tend to go through situations that are difficult, and they see them and work through them because they say to themselves in their own minds, you know what, this is temporary. I'm going to work through this. This isn't long-lasting. The sun is going to come up tomorrow. That's an important thing that resilient people do. So let's go look at question three on a scale between one very little and five very strong. The question is, I can tolerate high levels of uncertainty and ambiguity. One of the things that Dr. Siebert suggests that we all have to deal with uncertainty and less, uh, less predictability. But those who are resilient tend to have the ability to say, this is going to end, even though I don't know what's happening right now and I don't know the outcome, it's going to be okay. This high level of tolerance allows them to be flexible rather than rigid. The next question, 
I adapt quickly to new developments. I'm good at bouncing back from difficulties. One of the things that Dr. Siebert suggested is that those who can bounce back from difficulties tend to just keep going, recognizing that there's going to be another day. And they also have the ability to uh, adapt. And that's a really important skill, he said, the ability to adapt to day-to-day stressors, to change, not be so rigid. Remember, flexibility is a resiliency skill. That's something that we want to learn to do is be resilient during these difficult times. And one way to do that is by being flexible. One of the next things, again, if you're scoring yourself one very little, five very strong, is being playful. He says, I find the humor in rough situations, laugh at myself, and I'm easily amused. There is something about being able to be playful during difficult times. It almost normalizes some difficult emotions, difficult thoughts. So learning to play during difficult times is a resiliency skill. Give yourself a score between one, very little, and five, very strong. Now these are five of the questions in the resiliency quiz. If you would like to take the resiliency quiz, you can take the test at www.discoverandchange.com forward slash tests, T-E-S-T-S. By going there, you'll be able to see the resiliency quiz and find additional resources to help you increase your resiliency during this time. Finally, today, I'd like to turn our attention to one other thing that Dr. Siebert said. He said, highly resilient people know that they can count on themselves during rough times. They have inner strengths they know that they can rely on. The question is, what is the source of their inner strength? What makes some people emotionally stronger than others? In contrast, why do some people cower when threatened or crumble under pressure? What makes the difference between people who are emotionally strong and those who are emotionally weak? The difference, he says, stems from three core inner strengths, especially on being resilient. So, these three things, he calls them the gatekeepers. And I want to share those with you as we close out today's podcast. Dr. Sieber said that there are three essential strengths. He called them self-confidence, self-esteem, and self-concept. He said that these are the gatekeepers that control your access to higher level resiliency abilities. Then he says if your three gatekeepers are strong, they will allow you to develop a wide range of talents, abilities, and strengths that blossom at the fourth, what he calls levels of resiliency. So I want to talk a little bit about what he says about this, these ideas of self. So he said what to expect from yourself. He said self-confidence is an action predictor. It is your gatekeeper to effective action. Then he said, think of self-confidence as your reputation with yourself. People with strong self-confidence expect to succeed in new activities and overcome unknown adversities. So number one is to develop that sense of self-confidence. Number two, he said, self-esteem. He said, this is your emotional opinion about yourself. I've never thought of self-esteem that way, but I think it's a good way to put it. He says, it is the gatekeeper in control of how you feel about yourself. He said, strong, healthy self-esteem serves like a protective, thick, emotional blanket that buffers you from feeling hurt by harmful criticism. Self-esteem makes up the gap between compliments you receive from others and what you need to psychologically sustain yourself. So, self-esteem is the emotional opinion you have of yourself. Then he refers to the third gatekeeper is your self-concept. He said this gatekeeper is strengthened or weakened by your ideas about yourself. 
Is your self-concept based on your job title, income level, physical attributes, age, educational level, the price and location of your home? He says it may be tempting to think of oneself as an important noun, such as a doctor, professor, judge, or CEO. He said it is better for your identity, however, if you develop a descriptive self-concept that remains intact despite a change in your job title, role with others, income level, or physical prowess. In other words, your self-concept should not be dependent upon your education, cars you drive, homes you live in. It's incredibly important to understand that your self-concept is just who you are, hardworking, strong, committed, a value-based person. These are the things that increase our self-concept, not external things like our education, income, and so forth. And during difficult times like this where there's going to be an increase in unemployment, it's important to stay focused on our core self-concept. I'm a hard worker. I do the best I can. I will find a job. We will get through this. These are the things that self-reliant, self-confident, resilient people do. So today, as we've been focusing on resiliency, I'd like to now invite you to think about how have I been dealing with my self-confidence, my self-esteem, and my self-concept. These three things can influence how you see yourself and how you interact with others. I encourage you to focus on developing your resiliency. Again, you can go take the resiliency quiz by Dr. Al Siebert at discoverandchange.com forward slash tests, T-E-S-T-S. All right, this now concludes today's podcast. I want to thank you for taking the time to be with me and listen to the Relationship Builder podcast. You've been with Dr. Kevin Skinner. Remember, love is a choice. Make it every day.